Welcome back to the Get More at Bats podcast. Amar, we have an interesting topic. I find this an interesting topic because I feel like this topic's been around forever. Yet it's amazing that this makes the news and that we are still talking about this when we pioneered social selling 10 years ago. And here's the study. So a company called User Evidence went into their gong report and pulled out all of their closed wins. And what they did is they reverse engineered and they had a thesis. And that thesis was that the sales team needed to be speaking to more people in the buying committee. They needed to wrangle in the buying committee. And the more people that they were dealing with, the higher probability that deal flow or deal conversion would happen. Here's what they found. If a sales professional had one main contact, whatever that buyer persona that you know, the, the main champion might be, they had a 13% chance of winning. And every time they added a contact, it basically doubled. If they could get to four or more contacts that were part of the demo calls, the proposal calls, really kind of wrangling their hands around that buying committee. Just involved, basically. Just involved. Yeah. They would win seven out of 10 deals. 71%. Like that's a crazy conversion difference. I mean, so that the study ended up being that it's 546% greater. To put that in context, let's factor in the workload reduction that would have on your sales and marketing team. If, as an example, your sellers did this all the time, you wouldn't need five times the lead flow from inbound, five times the, in the inbound from channel. You would take a lot less pressure off of your AEs to actually self-generate their own opportunities or something. And they'd feel better as a result because yeah. they can do what they love, which is relationship building. So the first question I want to ask you is like, why is this still so topical? This was a post on LinkedIn that went super viral. And I'm like, this is 2023. We're still talking about yeah. something they wrote in the book, The Challenger Customer in 2018 or 19. And it's something that us as sellers have known for years. So why is this so relevant? Yeah. Be before I start, I'd just love to say that, uh, you know, that saying that less is more. Well, in this case, no, more is actually more, which is awesome. Um, so I read this post and my first initial reaction, my visceral reaction was, duh. Obviously, I think you had the same one. And I, But I think every reader had the same one. Right, so I don't think that's the interesting news. I think the 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 fact that it exists, I think everyone knew chat. Yeah, and ju and just to you mentioned challenger customer, which is another great proof point, another great and another great proof point in addition to the challenger customer was LinkedIn themselves. So LinkedIn, if you think about it, controls every bit of data in the world. LinkedIn knows everybody who self identifies as a salesperson and is able to see how many accounts they follow in their sales navigator accounts and how many leads from those accounts they follow in those, you know, in their sales navigators. And basically LinkedIn came out and said, Hey, we're kind of in a, we're kind of giving you guys a clue here. Um, you should be tracking more people because they found out that the average salesperson is only basically targeting 1.1 contacts in an account. Like it's abysmally bad. And that number has likely not changed since you and I started in the wee early 2000s, right? In our sales careers. 
So I don't, again, this is a big obvious moment. So the question is why? Here is the fundamental reason why. Because salespeople, specifically account-based sellers, Jamie, they don't have time. They don't have time. So the entire game of sales has basically been structured to operate on the following premise. You are going to be given this list. We're going to give you a phone. We're going to give you an email address. We might give you a tool like Zoom Info. We might give you a tool like Lucia and or Apollo and you're off to the races. And you and I have talked about on previous episodes that the average revenue contribution for a, an account-based seller is approximately 30% coming from marketing and or the SDR BDR function. Meaning the, that account-based seller has a 70% self-generation gap that they've got to solve for. So not enough tools, not enough guidance, and I don't know if training, like most traditional sales training doesn't kind of tackle the time problem, right? They're basically just like, this is how you negotiate better. These are the words you use in meetings and talk about these products. And they talk about AIDA and Bant at this like super fly conventional level without any specifics or tactics on how to buy back your time. So rounding out my rant here, all this basically equates to is everybody knows that if you talk to more people and if you know more people, obviously you're more likely to close the deal. I used to do door-to-door sales in the 90s, right? Fun fact. And if I had a husband at the door with me versus a husband and a wife, obviously when the husband and the wife were together, I closed way more deals at the door. This is this is not rocket science. So I guess the big thing for everybody listening to this is what are you doing to buy back your salespeople's time? What are you doing? And and the answer traditionally, last point, and I'm going to give you back the floor, Jamie, is, hey, I'm going to get them a navigator license. I'm going to get them outreach. I'm going to get them this. I'm going to get them that. But the enablement and how it fits together to buy back time is the key. So that's that's my two cents on digestion. My brain was sitting there thinking, putting myself in the shoes of an AE. And if time, we all have the same, what is it, 164 or 168 hours a week. We're all born with the same amount of time. And the average AE is thinking about the path of least resistance. So which is, which requires less work, which is easier? To acquire a second SQL. So you have SQL number one. I'm drinking out of a Yeti water bottle. Okay. Now, I have a 13% chance of converting that to a win if I only have one contact there. And what uh, user evidence found is that if I can get four to more, I have a seven out of 10 chance. Is it less time consuming to just go find Yeti number two, so Igloo Cooler? Now, statistically, I would need to do that five times to equal just deepening the relationship within that one account Yeti. And I think that perhaps the average AE says to themselves, I I think the reason this matters and the reason why we're still teaching it is the average AE has just never done this math. And they've just said, okay, I opened one door. Okay, next week I've got to open another. 
the week after I'm going to open another door for a net new account, but realizing that if they had just spent the time to go in and deep dive inside that same account, uh, working with the customer to say, yeah, listen, our best customers typically bring these people to the call. Yeah. Why don't we bring these people to the call? Why don't we meet them? Exactly. Uh, so this becomes an enablement challenge. Perhaps not enough time has been spent on the skill set of how do you, when you're on a demo call, you meet that one champion that raised their hand, came in an inbound lead, or it was referred from a channel partner, or you called and you booked the meeting. And that one champion says to themselves, yeah, I'm going to push this upstairs. I, I'm, I'm going to be your champion. How do you teach the seller to not necessarily trust somebody else internally sell for you and coach them and say, listen, go find them. Yeah. Number one, we are going to stay honest with each other. We're going to have uh, a meeting next week and a meeting afterwards. We're going to book a meeting within a meeting. And at the same time, let's ensure that we actually bring this buying committee together. And so here, how how would you coach the sales professional, the AE, to be able to go into accounts and coach their customers to say, if you really want to do this right, here are the people that are going to be part of the buying committee. Here's where the pitfalls and challenges might be that you're going to encounter. And let's yeah. encounter them together. What would you do? I think first step before we even discuss that is just identifying all those people. Yeah. So this is, and they're probably not even doing that. Yeah. So, and uh, well, they're not, we have a decade, the decade long proof point of that. Right. Um, so a couple of quick things. If you think about where people are finding different stakeholders and accounts for most of the world, it's still the websites and Googling. And then you're basically going to run into people that use LinkedIn on a semi-regular basis or a heavy basis. And they're going to have their own little hacks, but the free version of LinkedIn doesn't really return a lot of data, quite frankly. And then you have Sales Navigator, right? The usage of Sales Navigator is like, if you're lucky, you're going to generate a 10, 15% power user base in your, in your sales team. So all of these basically are now massive issues to why people are not identifying other stakeholders. And then I think let's assume that they are identified, right? Then you need to go out and basically start bringing them all together. So the coaching at that, so sales enablement has to coach salespeople on, hey, this is how you find, and then this is how you coalesce and bring everyone together. And I think it has to be measured as correct. Like it has to be on a key, a KPI dashboard as obvious as how many net new SQLs did we create? Okay. For every SQL now part two, for every SQL we created, how many stakeholders are at these meetings and then basically being able to have an over under if, and every company is different, but if you have less than three, Completely discount this SQL. If exactly. you have greater than three, then we'll keep it on the right. So Jamie, we one of our one of our older clients, uh, the telecom company based down in Atlanta. Um, so this is actually a second part of the conversation I wanted to open up with you, right? Which is around the CSMs, because there is an application for CSMs, and there's a retention and renewal conversation here that's very important. 
and it's very on point, very topical. So this client of ours, what they did, and she was the head of account managers or CSMs, if we call them that. And basically she programmatically put in her Salesforce CRM dashboard, little triggers for, for the CSMs. And she basically had said that you need a minimum of three to five people at the table for me to validate your renewal forecast number in my forecast. Yes, because if you don't have that, then I so can She set up a gated accountability system, which was brilliant, right? So there's a lesson there. And then overall, the thing I would say to you and the question I would ask you is, don't you think that there's an application here for CSMs? Like if the AE is not able to close that deal or is able to close that deal with say one or two contacts, the CSM has got to pick up the, the pieces, don't you think? Yeah, because it's all at the end of the day, you're just all you're all account management. You're all part of team revenue. One is just opening a door. One is widening the aperture of the opportunity right. there. But you're doing the same thing. Um, so yes, it needs to be the mission of the revenue organization to you call it getting more hooks, but like more hooks and more people. It's there are more departments, more use cases, more people talking about it internally you got at the time we're 13 minutes in let's wrap up uh, amar so to summarize it, it, it's on the internet it's very clear every account executive needs to be way more multi-threaded than they are the reason that this even makes news is it's clear if you went into no, your center rep nobody's doing it you could do a study within your own business you'll most likely find that you're woefully single-threaded this is why we created pipeline signals to ensure that your account based sellers are prospecting using the right tools, the right skills to not only open doors, but open doors with high conversion like this. So with that, Amar, uh, get the audience. Let's ensure audience like and subscribe to this. Subscribe, follow us on LinkedIn, connect with us on LinkedIn. We'd love to hear from you. If you think we're speaking out of our, you know what, let us know, no hard feelings. <laughs> We got thick skin. Uh, we can we can battle politely with you, but if you enjoy what we're doing and if you agree with the message we're putting out, let us know that too. This podcast is for you. Jamie and I want to help to create more at bats for account based sellers. That's it, right? Like the BDRs and the SDRs, we love you, we love you, but your your account based counterparts they ain't getting much love out there. So we got to help them. And that's what this is about. Keep your ideas flowing. We'll do the same. Thanks for listening as always. And we'll catch you soon. Fantastic. Fantastic.